What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Tyree, with the Tyree Has the Audacity podcast. Now, I know this isn't how a traditional Tyree Has the Audacity podcast will go, but we're just going to call this the the pilot, you know, for the, the reboot of the series. And to be quite honest with you, I didn't know exactly how I wanted this to go. I didn't know if I wanted it to be, you know, structured. I didn't know what I was going to talk about. I didn't know exactly how I wanted to go about doing things or what I wanted to be different. So let me set the mood for you right now. It's 1226 a.m. All of my lights are off and I have a candle burning because I just want this moment to be personal before I start bringing up topics and issues within society and telling you guys oh you should do this or stop doing that I want y'all to get to know me for me because I'm not perfect and you know I, I, I walk around as if I have all the answers and I don't I walk I always walk around with a smile and I'm not always happy. I'm not. But this is the moment where I get to say, you know what? Let me be transparent. And that is what this moment is all about. So to start things off, let's just talk about how <laughs> As many people have said and said over and over again, 2020 has been a year. Okay, let's just start with that. Okay, it's been a year for my graduating class. It's been a year for the people who graduated college. It's been a year for the people who started college. It's been a year for the people who started their senior year of high school. It's been a year for the people who started their first year of school. It's been a challenge for business owners. It's been a challenge for government workers. It's been a challenge for educators. It's been a challenge for everybody under the sun. No soul has been left untouched when it comes to the effects of this pandemic. And I can certainly say that I'm one of the people who definitely had to learn something within this pandemic. I was one of those people, if you don't already know, in high school that walked around with the good grades and and stuff like that. I was class president. I was in SGA. I was a peer leader. I was in the principal's action council. And my senior year of high school, I was in the drama club. I had a lead role. Then I was performing. I woke up at 5.30 a.m., was at school by 7, stayed there until 7.30 p.m. got home by eight to be back in the bed and start everything all over again in high school i had all i was crossing my t's and dotting my eyes i was the shit or at least i like to think in high school i feel like i had it all figured out i knew or at least i felt like i knew when i got to college i was going to study psychology because i wanted to be a forensic psychologist yep that ended very quickly And of course, I decided to pick up something else, but I'm going to just tell you guys the complete story, full transparency of my year after high school. So 
um, I decided to not do psychology and I ended up going in towards accounting because for the people who may not know in high school, I was in the accounting program. So my top school at the time was Mount St. Mary's University. And I wanted to go there because it was perfect. It was a small school. It was a Catholic private. I, I think it was a Christian based private school. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I get to meet different kinds of people. White, black, Hispanic, Indian, Asian, African. I just wanted to be around a diverse demographic of people. And I hope I said that correctly. <laughs> but I wanted diversity. I wanted to be around people who play sports that I've never seen with my own eyes before. That's what I wanted. But COVID hit. And the day I was supposed to go visit my quote unquote dream school that gave me a $500,000 scholarship, COVID hit and it was canceled. I think it was either the day of my birthday or the day after my birthday. It was one of those but i couldn't go so i was like okay i felt a little discouraged because i'm like well this was where i wanted to go and now i can't see it so my second or i guess you could say my top two my second like oh my gosh get the words right my number two school was towson university and i was like okay towson you know it's big it still has the the diversity that i'm looking for it's not too much of a boring school. You know, it still has its parties, this and that. Has my major. At this point now, it's accounting. So I'm like, okay. So I applied to Towson at the last minute. And it actually worked out in my favor. I got accepted. And I was like, yay. This is pretty much where I'm going to go now, right? Because I had to choose. Am I going to go to a school that I'm really not familiar with? But it's my, I guess you quote unquote dream school. Or do I want to go with the school that I'm more familiar with because of COVID and the first day I step on campus, it's going to be the, the end all be all. So I decided to go with Towson for that very reason. When I acknowledged and accepted that, I was like, okay, well, let me at least get to know some people who were going to Towson University. So I downloaded the little college job, Zimi, and then I got into the college group chats for Towson, or I guess you could say TU24. And if I would have known what I was going to go through with those group chats, let me tell you something. I feel like I probably would have avoided it at all costs. One thing about me that a lot of people don't know, I'm a people person at heart. I love interacting with people that's why I work the job that I work because I'm constantly talking to people. I'm constantly engaging with people. But it's something about me in group chats that just never, <laughs> it never works out. And I feel like it's not them. It's me. And I, I've understood that. I've internalized that. It's not them. It's me. So the first group chat that I was in for Towson University, it was real cool. I met a lot of nice people in that group chat. And I think a couple people I went to school with were also in that group chat as well. The downfall of my, I guess you could say, my connection to that French, I mean, the connection I had to that group chat was when we started allowing 
new people in who didn't mix too well with the energy that we had already established somebody said a comment i didn't like and then outside of that somebody who was also in that group chat was making fun of somebody that they shouldn't have been making fun of which later ended up becoming my close friend so i was like you know what so i ended up sticking up for her i was like hey that's uncalled for that's unnecessary you ain't have to do that and then the comment coming from somebody i don't know like i don't know you like that we now cool like something you just can't come out your mouth and say to people you don't know which i eventually had to learn as well but i was just like this it's not for me no more i'm not saying i outgrew that group but the energy started to change and i didn't see myself moving in the positive direction with that so i decided to remove myself so that ended up failing i guess you could say but i still had a couple connections from that group and then somebody who i had went to school with reached out to me and was like hey why did you leave blase blase i never responded because this person in particular only let me choose my words wisely i felt like she only reached out to me for the simple fact that she was probing for information and i knew that that was a trend with her so i just didn't respond and i disconnected entirely and that's okay it's okay to remove yourself from different situations it's okay to disconnect from a group of people or a group of things that you feel like it's not for you anymore and if anybody ever makes you feel bad for removing yourself from any situation that you feel like is not best for you fuck them and keep it moving <laughs> but i still you know i guess you could say I kept my I kept my distance with them. I never said I ever had an issue with any of them, but I just kept my distance because number one, at the end of the day, I don't know y'all. Y'all don't know me. We're acquaintances. I don't give a damn how much you say, oh, I love y'all and we going to school and we gonna be real cool and this, that, and the third. We don't really know each other for real. But I kept my distance, but I still supported them in ways or any way that I could like one of them came out with a clothing brand and I was like okay cool you know I I mess with that I fucks with that so I posted it on my story and stuff like that you know I do what I can I I wasn't working at the time I, I ain't had no money I said I was going buy a shirt and then I ended up leaving the group chat so when I left I did it was I long story short I didn't even I didn't end up buying a shirt either but one of my closest friends still wear the shirt so i might get one i, I see it on my face every day i'm gonna want to buy it but anyways good luck to all of them but i ended up talking to another friend who i had already had previously and she said hey you know let me add you to this group chat you know everybody is cool and blase blase so i was like you know what okay let's give it a try so I started talking to them and they're cool. You know, we going for, I'm going mixing in with their energy for a good amount of time. And it was cool. But I think one thing they learned about me rather quickly 
was that I had a very interesting sense. Oh, I messed up the word. I had a ve- I have a very interesting sense of humor that a lot of people are not going to understand straight off the bat. But I think when they understood that they got it, they was like, OK, he's just making jokes. Or majority of them at least understood that, but not all of them. But you can't always expect everybody to understand certain things about you because just like you may not mesh with them or you may not mesh with a certain group of people, certain groups of people aren't going to mesh with you. And that's completely okay. You just got to figure out what's for you, what ain't for you, just like they figure out what's best for them and what's not for them. So i was cool with them and then the person that i ended up defending in the last group chat was in this one so i was like okay cool you know we talking getting to know each or i'm getting to know them because they were already friends it was just having a i was just having a really good time this felt genuine it felt genuine it was just pure I didn't feel like there was anybody judging anyone within the group. I didn't feel like somebody had hostile feelings towards anybody in the group. It was just cool. I liked the energy that was going on. And then I started to notice how I wasn't really feeling the way I used to about them. Not saying I had issues with them individually, but as a whole, not saying I outgrew them, not saying I outgrew the last um, group chat. But, you know, when you start exploring things about yourself, you start noticing what used to be funny to you isn't funny to you no more. You start noticing that. And, you know, they would have these conversations at night and it would be cool, you know, for them but I would sit it out because I can't relate to y'all in that way. And I felt like they started making this way of connecting for them more prominent. And because they were making it more prominent within their conversations, I had to sit it out a little more. I had to sit it out. So a lot of the jokes that I felt were jokes came off judgmental to them now at the time you know i'm like what are you what are you talking about i'm not being judgmental i'm not doing this y'all just mad that i don't do the same stuff well i i say it's shit but y'all just mad that i don't do the same shit that y'all do but that wasn't the case the the fact of the matter was i was making them feel uncomfortable in their safe space that they allowed me to be in. And I had to grow in order to understand that. I had to grow in order to understand that just because you are confident within yourself, that does not mean you know everything about every situation that you happen to enter because that's very false. That's not true at all. You don't know what people are thinking. You don't know what people are feeling and you damn sure don't know what people are doing. Unless they tell you. But even when they tell you what the fuck they doing. Niggas could be lying. I'm just saying. But anyway. (laughs) I just wasn't for them no more. So I had already knew I was going to leave. But I didn't just want to leave. You know at the time. Tyree was I guess you could say real big on. I say what I want to say and I do what I want to do. He the same. I'm the same way. 
but I'm a little bit more cautious about the words that I choose to use in in all of the situations that I continue to go through nowadays. I, it wasn't like that, but we got to remember the person we were was never meant to last. As that's in one of my favorite songs, but. I had to figure out a way to leave. So one night we had a conversation about the Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lane situation. And my opinion was completely different from the majority's opinion. Before I move on with the story, let me just go ahead and say that Tyree has never had a problem with being the oddball out. Tyree has never had a problem with standing on his own ground, standing on his own two feet. Tyree knows how to stand alone. Why? Because he has the audacity to do so. Not me talking about myself in third person. Crazy. But yes, I do have the audacity to stand my own ground and stand alone when it comes to my beliefs. And when it comes to me believing certain things in certain situations. So that night my basically my point of view was y'all want to sit here and believe everything that Megan Thee Stallion is saying and I get that because y'all are black women y'all are automatically going to aside with the black woman however me as a black man it's easier for me to sit outside or step outside of the situation and assess the problem from both sides so I because I'm a man and I'm not a woman and by me not being a woman I'm not automatically going to believe the woman let me further explain that all women don't automatically believe women but as a woman you are more likely to believe the woman who is hurt than to go with the man who is the accused that's all I'm saying and especially black women it's nothing wrong with that because if you don't stick up for yourself and if you don't stick up for your own people who will that's what i'm that's what i'm kind of getting to but by me being a man it's easier to look at things from both sides that's all i was saying so i further went on to say that you guys are saying that you believe her and that's great but you cannot sit here and say that everything this man is saying is automatically a lie. You can't deem him a liar without listening to his story first. That was all I was trying to say. Did it come across like that? I believe it did. To my knowledge, I believe it did. Now, may it have, may it have come out in the best way possible? Probably not. But I feel like when you escalate, I got to escalate. But that's one thing I'm learning not to do. I'm learning to be more cautious with my words. <laughs> I'm learning to be more cautious with my words. I'm trying, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm growing. I'm constantly growing and so are you and that's okay. We make mistakes. As long as we learn from the lesson, we can continue to go on and live a happy ass life. That's just what we do. But that happened so that conversation blew up people was in their feelings okay she i said well at the end of the conversation we was both upset i said you're pulling shit out of your ass and she said at least i'm not pulling shit out of my mouth and i said good one i said now that was a good comeback 
I never had somebody have a good comeback for me like that. But I gave her her props in the group chat. I said, good one. But a laughing emoji because that was a good one. But anyway, moving on. The next day, a young lady who was in the group chat, she decided to share a testimony. Well, I'm not going to say a testimony. She decided to share a problem that she had going on within her personal life. And I, for the first time, I'm going to say this. And it's okay because I'm growing. Like I said, the person I was was never meant to last. I prejudged her situation completely wrong. I judged her situation wrong. I made judgment calls without knowing all of the information. And by me being in that confrontation, all through text, all through text by me being in that conversation it taught me one thing never move without knowing all of the facts never make a decision without knowing all of the details everybody doesn't understand that everybody doesn't know that everybody doesn't learn like me and i get that but i need you to understand that you cannot move forward you cannot jump into things without knowing all the facts and how did i apply how can i use that lesson and apply it to that situation i should have kept my mouth shut i should have kept my mouth shut never speak on things that you know nothing about tyree never speak on things that you know nothing nothing about it's just that simple it's just that simple don't speak on things you know nothing about because just like you don't want somebody to tell you what you should do in your life when they don't know shit about your situation you shouldn't do that to other people why what did i gain from prejudging her what did i gain from judging her situation what did i gain from sitting there acting like i knew the deeper meaning within the fucking conversation Nothing. I didn't gain anything from that, to be quite honest with you. And it felt good to stand at my ground. But it was one message that somebody sent because I was kicked out of that one. It was one message that somebody sent before I officially got kicked out the group. And that was the last message I read. And that... I feel like that was God's way of saying, okay, I cuss, but I do talk about God. It's okay. Just bear with me. Like I said, I'm growing. I feel like that was God's seed. I felt like he was planting the seed for growth in that moment. Because if it wasn't for that statement that somebody typed, I would not be sitting here saying that in that situation, I was wrong. So let me just go ahead and apologize to all of those people. I'm not saying you got to accept my apology or not. I'm not saying you got to do it. You don't have to do it. But I'm just sitting here and saying as a as a renowned, mature individual, I apologize. I apologize for going to social media and making and, and posting a subliminal question 
based off your situation. That was immature. And I and I'ma give you that. Like, should I have done that? No. Once again, this is the second time. The second time I violated their safe space. There I'm lucky that I stay that they allowed me to stay in there for that amount of time. Like I'm lucky. I was blessed by their presence. They gave me something to talk about every day. They were the reasons why I had good morning messages every day. It was that it was that reason. Now, even though I can apologize for my faults, what I won't do. All right. Now, I'm a, I can be mature all day and I can admit my wrongs. But what I won't do is sit back and allow you to think (laughs) lord have mercy i'm trying to pick my words carefully because i I don't want to go back i want this episode to be as raw as possible i'm not going back and editing any of this but i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you this one thing you will not think you have with me is the upper hand and i know it's not a competition and i know that's like taking a step back from what the overall meaning that i'm trying to convey but just don't think you're getting over on me because the same people you think you're smiling in like if you don't like me don't tell the mutual friend that we have how you feel about me that's i feel like that's common sense but i'm not going to get into that because it's one o'clock a.m and if you're listening to this Matter of fact, no, let me change that. If you're still listening to this and you've made it this far, congratulations. Because now you know the story. But, yeah. Just don't do that. But I'm going to move on. So, when all of that happened, I looked at Towson. I looked at my financial aid package. And I was like, okay, I can do all of this. This is going to be cool. Hold on, let me sit up in my chair real quick. But I was like, okay, all of this is going to be cool. I can I can go to school and all this stuff like that. But then COVID hit and now nobody's on campus. And then the people who moved in on campus moved out three days later. So I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to put all of my wants behind me and I'm going to do what I need to do. I feel like that was the first adult decision I ever made. And people will say, that's not a big adult decision. No, it is. Deciding to put all of your wants behind you and choosing to go to community college even though your heart desires a four-year university that is an adult decision because I chose to not go into debt I chose to go to school for free and sacrifice my experience wow saying it out loud it, it hits a little different I sacrificed my experience for the greater good. And it was truly one of the best decisions that I could have made for my to for myself to be quite honest with you. It truly was. But aside from that, now I'm at PG and coming out of high school, you know Tyree thinking he's the sugar honey iced tea, think he knows everything and how he feel like he can get around certain situations. Hell no. 
Not at Prince George's Community College located in PG County, Maryland. No. Let me tell you something. A lot of people hate to acknowledge their faults. A lot of people hate to acknowledge how bad they have done in the past. And let me tell you something. I will be the first to sit here and tell you that high school for me. I'm sorry, not high school. My freshman semester for college was not the best. It wasn't. It was not the best at all. You would think that Tyree, oh, class president, you would do great in college and this, that, and the third. Yeah, I would do great in college, but a, a fire had to be lit under my ass for me to understand how serious and how different it was from high school. Let me tell you something. I took on five classes. Um, three of, I think all of them were three credit courses except one, which was my freshman seminar class. I was passing my account. I had accounting. I had, well, I had first year accounting, college algebra, English, freshman seminar, and what else did I have? Oh, and business. Business was cool. I ended up getting an A. Accounting, I ended I ended up having a B. Um, my freshman seminar class, I was real cool with my professor. I did majority of the work, you know, because I was working. And at the time, my paycheck was a little bit more important than my grades. I feel like everybody goes through, like if you're working and you're in school at some point, you feel like I need this paycheck. I'll do this assignment later. Everybody goes through that. I don't give a rat's ass how good of a student you may think you are. If you're working and going to school at the same time, at some point, you're going to want that paycheck a little bit more than you want that A. At some point in time. Because you're going to go to work because you want the money. So, that was my... I'm not going... That was... No. I'm going to keep it real. That was my mentality. That was my mentality. So when it came to my math class, my college algebra class, I tried to cut every corner I could. And I'm just keeping it real with you. This is your peer leader. This is your class president cutting corners in college. And every corner that I cut, trust and believe I had to come back to that corner again. And half the time I couldn't get around the corner the first time. So I was doing my homework, I was doing my classwork, and I was doing my notes. First of all, I was pissed at the fact that my notes were graded and it wasn't for completion. So that's number one. So now I have to actually do my notes. What makes it so bad is I was doing the notes and wasn't using the notes. I was literally doing the notes for a grade. So I was getting A's and B's on my notes, getting A's and B's on my homework, getting A's and B's on my quizzes. But every exam I took... Guess what happened? I'm going to give you three seconds. One, two, three. You want to, You know what happened? Every exam I took, I failed every motherfucking exam I took in my math class. Failed every single one. And I know you. I know what you're thinking. Tyree, did you use photo math? Yes. Did you use Mathway? Yes. And I paid for the extra features. Did you use SciMath? Yes. Did you try Socratic? Yes. Did you try Chick? When I could. I didn't have the money for it. But I was working. I tried everything it was to pass that math class. 
And what made it so bad was by me failing every test, I got discouraged. And by me being discouraged, I decided to go to work instead of taking my final exam. But you want to know something? That was a learning experience within itself. That taught me that you have to do your work. And I know that's very simple. As a student, you would think that. You would think that's implied, but it's not. It's not. Especially in times like this now, everybody's using Quizlet. I don't give a, I don't give a rat's behind. Everybody's using Quizlet. Everybody. Everybody. So, yeah, I was using it. Or at least I was attempting to use it for my math class. And guess what? It wasn't working. It wasn't working at all. So... I failed my math class. Failed. With an F. And then when it came to my freshman seminar class, I was doing majority of my work and I was cool with my professor. But when it was time to take the final exam, guess what my stupid self did? Because I was stupid at the time. I was stupid in that moment. I was ignorant in that moment. I was a fool in that moment. I was crazy in that moment. I was dumb in that moment. I was foolish in that moment. And I have to say it out loud like that so I know not to ever do it again. I had a, what was it? It was a 10, it was a 10 question exam that was worth 20 points. Two of those questions were essay questions, and I decided not to do them because I was like, oh, it's only two questions that I'm not doing. And then they say, well, Tyree, this is what you got on your exam. And I look, I'm like, excuse me, I didn't get this on my exam. A eight out of 20. What are you talking about? A eight out of 20 me? 20 me lol you're telling me i got an 8 out of 20 on the freshman seminar exam i said somebody lying i i said it till i was blue in the face i said somebody lying i went and looked at the exam the two questions that i decided to skip was half the damn test i said ain't that by the that is that was crazy to me. It was crazy to me. I learned so, but I still passed the class though. I still passed the class though, but I did fail math. Passed freshman seminar. I passed four out of my five classes. But I said I learned a lot from my first semester, and I will never, ever, ever make those same mistakes again because i'm growing that was a part of my growth that was a part of my maturity that aided in my success that is aiding my first semester of college is an aid in my success because i failed math in the fall semester i decided to pick up a winter semester i mean i decided to pick up a class for my winter intercession and by the grace of god i don't have to pay for school so i didn't have to pay for my winter class and i was like what's a good three credit course that i can take up and just ace because i knew for a fact i need a class i can get an a in matter of fact scratch that i need a class and i need to finish it with a 
literally that's it and it don't need to be easy it don't need to be hard i need a class and i need to finish it with the a so i picked up psychology and by me picking up psychology it was so great because a lot of the work that we were that we would typically do had already been removed because of the length of the class so i didn't have to do half the work so i only had to do a discussion board a discussion board and an exam every week well which is where i'm at right now a discussion board and an exam every week and then at the end of the winter intercession i'll have to do my final and then a journal critique which is a three-page paper about any psychological disorder and I said, okay, I can do this. I can do this. I'm getting through this. I'm getting through this. And that's all that matters. All that matters is that whatever we choose to do, we decide to move forward. And we keep moving forward. And we learn from the mistakes that we've made in the past. That's all that matters is that we continue to learn from the mistakes that we've made in the past. So to all the people I have hurt that have that are possibly listening to this podcast right now, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know the harm I was doing at the time because I thought it was just jokes. I'm learning to listen. I'm learning to love more. I'm learning to show more compassion. And I'm doing all of this. I'm learning all of this by getting in tune with myself. By exploring what do I want people to give to me? What do I want people to pour into myself? What do I want people to throw at me? Because the same thing that I want from others is the same thing that others would want from me, right? Or at least that's what we're taught do unto others as you would want others done unto you yeah that's a common rule so common that many people forget to partake in it me being one of them but i'm still gonna make my jokes though i don't care how old i get i'm still gonna make my jokes that ain't going nowhere but i'm just doing it in a different way i'm just doing it in a different way And with that being said, I think we're going to end it right here. So thank you for sitting here for 40 minutes, listening to me rant and ramble and and catch you guys up with all of the lost time. I hope you're listening to this at night because the music I'm actually playing in the background is to calm you down. But I just want to say thank you. Thank you for accepting my apologies. Thank you for being patient with me. Thank you for understanding that who I was before was never meant to last. My name is Tyree. And this is the Tyree Has the Audacity Podcast.